welcome to Padro Pascal, a Pedro Pascal podcast. I'm your co-host, Rachel Leishman. I'm your other co-host, Katrina Dennis. And we're we're going rogue today because we don't have producer Ashley keeping us in check. But not really rogue because we're here with news. <laughs> we're, That's- we, see, see for, like at this point, Ashley is taking such good care of us that we are scared to let her down. So even though we say we'll be chaotic, we'll, we're still, you, she's got us in line even when she's away. Yeah, and we're keeping it short sweet to the point because all, all we're here to do is tell you guys what's going on with the podcast during the strikes talk about the strikes a bit kind of what we want have planned and then b- leaving mm-hmm. uh before we do that though katrina how you been uh i've been all right i uh started not one but two new jobs this week so that was cool Ooh. um uh, uh one of them is at a really great agency the other is uh, writing for a very familiar website. I think you know them. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I don't know them at all. <laughs> no, not at all. So look out for future stories on the Mary Sue. Uh, I'm really excited for that. So, but yeah, outside of that, just um, vibing, getting ready to go to uh, Star Trek Mission Las Vegas next week. So yay, that'll be that'll be fun, um, especially during the strike. I don't know what to expect. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's like the universal feeling right now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's a crazy time to be in entertainment. Yeah, no. Uh, guys, so as we saw, SAG kind of released their rules for scabbing when it comes to uh, podcasters. And if you have a podcast that encourages people to uh, rewatch Struck Productions or from Struck Companies... They're asking that uh, you do not do episodes based on something that would, like, require someone to go watch a movie from Warner Brothers. I know it's murky water just because, like, I'm an entertainment journalist, so they told us, like, you're still doing reviews, you're still allowed to do all this stuff. We have a statement in any of our stuff that is from a struct company. We tend to put, like, a that we stand with SAG-AFTRA and the WGA. Um but that is an industry that still has to kind of keep going in the midst of the strikes where podcasts are uh, directly having people go and watch the stuff in order to follow along. So I understand why it's kind of they'd rather podcasts didn't. Since we don't ask people to watch it, but it is kind of encouraging to go and watch the thing we're talking about. We've decided to not do anything um, from struct companies, which I think means we might get to do uh, A24 has reached a deal with SAG-AFTRA. So we might get to do drive away dolls. That is, though, just, you know, dependent on the world at large but basically what we're going to do is uh only only come if there is news and have a new episode uh we might finally do that shakespeare episode i keep threatening and things like that just because that's what we can talk about maybe we could do like a dream roles episode just things that are not hinged on um watching something and talking about that in the process uh, Katrina, do you want to talk a little bit about like the strikes as a whole and why why they are of importance? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so both the WGA, the Writers Guild of America, and SAG-AFTRA, the Guild for Actors, are now on strike. I believe IATSE is real close to doing something or another, but. Basically, <laughs> these companies are, I know, right? <laughs> these companies are, are uh, these, these, these um, guilds are on strike, these unions are on strike uh, because they are, they have been forced to abide by 
pay structures and um, uh, safety structures that have been in place since like 1965. Um, mm -hmm. Actors and writers as a whole and on the large are not getting paid a livable wage to do what they do. Um, and it's really important to us to, to, to support um, these actors while they're on strike and, and strike and these writers while they're on strike because these are the people who make up the fiber of the entertainment that we provide. You know, like Pedro's a wonderful person and a great actor, but without writers, where would he be? You know, um, and so we're we're both really passionate about this cause and being here to stand in solidarity with everyone who is on strike, especially because a lot of these companies are looking into like hiring an AI specialist and trying to replace actors with mm -hmm. AI and just like generally pulling down the quality of entertainment and humanity as a whole. Um, we just could not and won't uh, cross the, the picket line on these subjects. So uh, definitely go out there and look up more information on both the WGA and SAG strikes and show your support however you can. Um, there's an entertainment community fund uh, that I'll ask Ashley to put a link to in the description of, of this, uh, this video that you can donate to, to support, uh, the, the creatives who are currently on strike right now so that they can eat food and pay their rent and do things that are hard to do with these studios, um, not coming to the table. So, yeah, so that's, that's kind of what it is and where we stand and, uh, and we're, we're proud to support. Um, our colleagues in entertainment as they go through this strike. Yeah, because like Katrina said, it is really scary because a lot of it is boils down to, um, you know, they want AI actors and they want to take a picture of an actor and use AI to make them background actors and everything and not pay them for it. Mm -hmm. um, with the influx of streaming, residuals have never been adjusted. And uh, if you guys don't know what residuals are, it's like when you're on a network television show and they re-show the show, like they re-air the show years later, you get paid for all those re-airings. And someone like Kamiko Glenn, who is on Orange is the New Black, which was like the show that put Netflix on the map for their original programming, mm -hmm. uh, showed her paycheck. And for all of like the 80-some episodes of Orange is the New Black, her paycheck was like maybe $15, I think, 20 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was like 80 episodes that people are watching. And so it's like the whole system is rigged to hurt those who are not, you know, blockbuster actors and, or, you know, writer directors, like just for example, like Christopher Nolan, who is, has all this prestige and money behind him. So it's like everyone below the total, like down the totem pole of like people we instantly recognize are struggling. And because they're in Hollywood and they'll have, they'll go to a premiere, people instantly think they have a bunch of money, which is, you know, not the case and so we're seeing in real time all these people finally fighting back and the funny thing is that studios think we're just gonna like wait them out they're gonna need money at some point but all of them have multiple jobs i think all, like everyone who works either in or tangentially with the entertainment industry has multiple jobs mm -hmm. and studios don't think like that because they have their one their one job and then they go home yeah, but everyone exactly. else has like five yeah, I, uh, I tweeted recently and I was like, because uh, this is the thing, studios are hoping that eventually us as fans, as the audience will side with them and say like, we do need new stuff. We want more content. We want this. And mm -hmm. the, the, um, the hilarious thing about that is that when it comes to fandom, we can survive off of fanfic for years. 
Like I'm instead of rewatching reality TV, you cannot like, and there's so much out there. I'll just go catch up on things. Like I'm never going to need something because there are shows that I was like, Hey, you know what? I re I watched the Sopranos as a child. Let me rewatch that. You're not like, we're not going to suddenly be like new. We need new content. There's so Mm -hmm. much that you can go back to. And even so, if I want to rewatch these and not give them money, I'll go to a used bookstore and buy a box set and watch it on that and not on your streaming platforms. So it's going to, I feel like be a long haul, but it'll be very well worth it in the end. Um, Hopefully it's not that long, but until then we're going to, the episodes you will hear are going to be just about news or theater productions until IATSE does whatever they're going to do. And then we'll really have to kind of. We'll just start (laughs) just playing charades on the show after that. But, But it is, it's important. And I really, really hope that, the, all of the folks listening to this, especially like our international um, listeners, uh, just go out and, and really educate yourself on this because we we as fans are incredibly powerful um, mm-hmm. these days, especially with social media. We have this extremely loud voice that we can say like, you know, we don't care what you studios want. We are going to stand in solidarity with these real people who need to mm-hmm. pay their rent so that we can enjoy our little Disney shows. You know, mm-hmm. so. and obviously too, like educate yourself because I know there's a lot of misinformation out there about what you can and cannot do, what is and is not scabbing. Because I know there are productions still in work in like England because that's a different union, and mm-hmm. they are not affected unless someone is in SAG and then they can't do it. But show, I don't know how that works. I don't know if you should show your solidarity for that because their their union, I guess, is better or what the deal is. But like research all of that before you kind of go online and get a soapbox. We are only speaking from what was listed for podcasts, and they simply said if you're a podcaster who does movies or television and people would be watching struck companies don't do that so we're just adjusting until for the time being so make sure to read see what applies to you they're not asking for an all out ban currently so they still want you going and seeing these movies and i I think talking about them because they want the studios to see that people really are excited about these things Mm -hmm. and how because people are excited about these things. It's writers and actors and directors. Directors, they have a, a deal. So if you see a director promoting something, it's because they they made a deal, so they still have to follow their contracts. Mm-hmm. But it is like important to make sure it's like Barbie and the excitement for Barbie wouldn't exist without Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Harry Neff. Like it wouldn't exist without the actors that are in it. We wouldn't be talking about America Ferrera's monologue if Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig did not write it and America Ferrera did not act in the way she did. We wouldn't be talking about Oppenheimer, how good Killian Murphy's performance is if it wasn't first written by Christopher Nolan and then acted by Killian Murphy. Like It's just important to note all of these things when we are still talking about them. Mm-hmm. But for podcasts, we are not encouraged. We're, we're just following sag because what sag says is what we should be doing right sorry tony wanted to come get close to my food so i had it's to- okay there's a <laughs> we can have cats you know what well, that's what yeah. we'll do. We it'll be a tuxedo cats. kitty podcast we will just simply <laughs> be like hey guys welcome to padre pascal a pedro pascal podcast where now we show tuxedo kitty yes yeah it's all three all three of our our cats we'll just do an all cat <laughs> podcast where we just Leave them on camera and go away. We you just see what happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Benji would leave the window. He'd be sitting here like, okay. No, Tony would just leave. Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, this is this is an incredibly important cause to both of us and to the industry, and it could really it could really change the scope for actors, for writers, for fans, for everyone who is involved in every step of the entertainment production process. And so mm-hmm. making sure we are standing in solidarity with everyone who is on strike and supporting them to our best ability is very important. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, well, that's just where we're going to be at for a while. Obviously, like we said, news, Maybe we have some ideas for episodes. We'll get in, but it's not going to be as as structured as we had gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, so just be aware of that. Um, we still have your favorite segment of the week, but we are doing it with uh, photo shoots and no struct pictures here. So stash, 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 stash. The stash on everybody's lips is gonna be Petros from the Broadway show Woo! Chicago. Yes, not yes. the movie. not the movie, the, the Broadway show. musical Chicago. And then if that becomes struct, well, I won't be singing anymore. <laughs> we we will make up our clear. own song. <laughs> just be clear. So yeah, I'll go first. Mine is. The arm picture, arm where it's just he has a stash, but arm where he is <laughs> sleeveless in a truck, looking like a dude. There's a, um, there's a double unlot over the A in that in that uh, in that that word arm for this Ooh. one. Arm. 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 I, I sound like a walrus. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it. Um, and then, uh, but there's my stash of the week. It's, oh man, this did not upload the way I wanted it to. Anyway, uh, the high quality version of this image includes Pedro, um, in this wonderful deep purple, uh, jacket, which we all know that's like his favorite color. What? What? It's so blurry. It's so grainy and blurry. Um, he's on the phone and this is, um... We'll just pretend this is from 1992. I don't know. Um, but in the high quality version, <laughs> there's a wonderful stash. And I'm always a fan of how yellows and, and oranges and purples mesh together. And he also has like in some cool boots on. So <laughs> hold on. I'm trying to fix this for you. Thank you. There Thank you. There we go. I don't know why that didn't upload right. I was looking at the anyway. Anyway, this this photo includes not only a great shot of Pedro, but some really great set design. Remember set designers? They're also part of uh, the entertainment industry, and these strikes also affect them and their well-being. So, uh, and I'm also a fan of that tile. It reminds me of my abuela's kitchen. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Great tile. Great tile. Um, Yeah, so Katrina, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Ocatrina. That includes Blue Sky and Threads and all these other new social platforms that I need to uh, use more. Um, I've been active on TikTok a lot lately under Ocatrina. So if you're looking for some things to watch um, in the middle of the strike, uh, you could go do that. That would be awesome. Um, what about you, Rachel? Uh, you find me on Twitter. You can find me on 
Threads, on Blue Sky, on Instagram, on TikTok, all of those. You can find my work at the Mary Sue and Collider. And you can listen to us now talk about Struck Productions in the future here on Padro Pascal. So make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Tweeted us. Tell us what you want to hear that is not a struct company. Yes. Like, do you want us to like do a ranking of his outfit choices? Like, whatever you want, we'll do. But like we're that. we're not reviewing movies or TV. Stash um, of mega episode. <laughs> yeah, just a bunch of stashes. Um, so but yeah, so uh until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.